Think about those times when you spoke with an open heart to another person about your struggles, your victories, breakthroughs, wisdom derived from your own experience. Do you ever wish you had recorded that conversation to be able to share it so that other people can also benefit from that? My name is Maggie Dobosch, Magdalena Dobosch. After 20 years of conversations just like that, I decided to experiment with this approach and actually started recording these life-inspired, deep conversations to share with you all. Because I believe we face common challenges. How to make relationships last a lifetime. Your romantic love relationship to last a lifetime. Romance, that's a good one. The reason I say is, or focus on it, is because I think be romantic that's something that will make your relationship last a lifetime. Remember to be romantic. Well, I, I think that on another occasion you explained to me that the key to a long-lasting or lasting relationship mm. is that when you burp, you say, excuse me, and if you want to do that, one day you might just realize that you pee with open doors. I did say that, yes. But that's another element, right? I was like, be romantic. And, and keep the romance. And Yeah, keep the romance. And also keep your manners. That's basically what it boils down to. If you burp, if you fart, if you're using a toilet, you're trying to keep your manners and not to be like what? Disgusting. Okay. <laughs> Basically. But some couples are okay with using toilet. One is taking a shower, the other is peeing or something else. Yeah. I mean, taking a shower together, that's romantic. Yeah, but one's taking a shower, the other and one is saves, using a toilet. It saves water, yeah, but that's not romantic. That's just disgusting. But some, that's, that's disgusting yeah, that's, for you, for them, maybe yes, not. That's what I said. That's why I said initially that each couple needs to find their own way. But I think you and I agree on the um, the shower and the toilet at the same time that yeah that's going a bit too far it takes out some of the mystery some things should remain mysterious a friend of mine was dating and while his date was in his house he went to the toilet and he literally forgotten to make sure he pushed the doors very well to lock them because she saw him through the slightly open doors hmm. And As he was reading a newspaper and then she was so offended and she said, I cannot believe that you are a man like that. I don't want to date you. Mm. So he, he couldn't explain to her that this just happened and it was just accidental that he always closes the doors and he's not that kind of man. Mm. But that was too late. She already made the judgment. Be mindful of the little things like closing the door when you go to the toilet. It's very often about the little things in relationships. Very often to figure out the little things, communication is important because you can't always understand what little things the other person focus on. It might be very, very strange to you that this person focuses on these things, but I seriously think it could be make or break things. It's like taking out the trash, for instance, that's a little thing. It's a, it's a nice thing to do. Yeah, maybe your partner is obsessed about little smells. So... Little smells of the bin? 
of the bin, that's one thing, and maybe body odor, breath. So remember that little mouthwash and chewing gum during chewing the day, gum, yeah, right? things like that. Like, yeah, little things. Okay. Yeah, because little things tend to build up over time. And so communication. And it's funny that you say communication because when you read, when you just type online, what makes the relationship last, right? Those things are trust, communication, honesty, respect. And I'm just thinking all these people who are reading those like, okay, communication, but about what? Like, great, trust, what do you mean? Like, can you give me examples? Can you, like, I miss this, almost like there's a wisdom, avoid criticism, defensiveness, stonewalling, contempt and stuff. But I miss real life situations that uh, explain to people that, oh, by the way, this is disrespectful. By the way, what you've just said is a criticism. Mm. Oh, this is how defensiveness looks like. And I think the problem is to recognize those things. So it's not that people don't know what to do. I think people know what to do or not to do, but I don't think they can distinguish which behaviors already fall into those things. Do you really need to put a label on it if you understand? I mean, if, if you have a, a gut feeling that you shouldn't be doing this, who cares what label it is? Let's just trust your instincts and see how this works towards your partner. I think that's the most important at the end of the day. Mm, um, so you mean that let's not have the uh, labels of criticism, defensiveness, yeah. stonewalling, contempt, trust, communication, honesty, respect, right? Let's not have the labels, but let's be tuned into what partner resonates with and what is offensive or but you don't want to you don't want to no. l learn on your partner what you should not be doing. <laughs> no, no. Oh, sorry. I, I shouldn't be a guinea pig. Exactly. Not. Yeah, yeah. No, but that's why emotional intelligence is important. It's and I think you can train that a little bit up to a certain point. Some people have yeah, better uh, capabilities than others. But seriously, I think, you know, well, I'm talking about men here in general. I think they they have a capability to to improve their emotional intelligence and just be more tuned in towards their partner to yeah. pay attention to yeah. little things like what she does or tonality of her voice or yeah if she doesn't speak to you for a for a full day <laughs> for instance that should be a dead giveaway that you have done something or haven't done something and it's uh Again, back to the little things, it's uh, yeah. remembering things that worked for you in the early part of your relationship. Even though things may come into a routine over time, it's important to, to remind yourselves of the things that worked initially. Examples from your own life. Holding hands, that's, a, that's an easy one. And I think that that's a good point in general as well for making uh, relationships last. Be affectionate the affection that you automatically show in a relationship in the beginning of a relationship because you're drawn to each other there's no reason why that won't work years and years on down the line in a relationship sustain the things that you were doing for each other and together to keep attraction the sheer physical touch that you have with affection is strengthening your relationship your bond so maybe the 
initial physical touch that you had in the beginning of a relationship was to lead to sex. Mm. Later on, okay, yeah, of course it can still lead to sex, but very often it's just showing that you care for the other person and you still have that physical touch that yeah brings about great feelings if you do that in the um, in your private space of course then it's more natural or easier to lead to sexual relations but if you do that in in public it's yeah it's a sign of affection i think we as humans we have like a memory bank of physical touch certain things will remind us yeah of intimate periods intimate times there's nothing wrong with it not leading to sex then and there but it'll be there at least subconsciously and maybe when you do get home and out of public you, you can have sex in the shopping <laughs> center was a foreplay exactly isn't that a problem that people can make relationship last and they can love each other but that attraction goes away they're not attracted to each other Maybe they put on weight dramatically. Maybe things changed. Maybe the smell changed. They got aged. Or one of them got aged. Doesn't matter, right? This th things change. How? Of course. How can we stay stable? We can't. You, you can't. Everything changes every day. We change. The world around us changes. It's about accepting that change and trying to make the best of it. Yeah, work on yourself and be the best version of yourself that you possibly can be for your own sake, but also for your partner. You can't fight change and you can't fight time. Trying to do that is, is gonna make you miserable. It's gonna drive you crazy and probably your partner as well and, and gonna be disastrous for your relationship. So I wouldn't even try. Just try and work on yourself, improve as a person, go to the gym and do things together. I think that's really, really important you know, for making a relationship last as well. Do things together, whatever it is, sports, hikes, go to the theater together, watch a movie, uh, wine tasting, things like that. Don't, don't forget about doing things together in your relationship. What about uh, activities without each other, so on your e own? Equally important. Yeah. You can't forget about yourself in a relationship. Most likely the things you do enjoy uh, doing by yourself they are probably something that attracted your partner to begin with because those things make the sum of who you are and it's who you are that the the other person was attracted to and if you give up on all those things then well you're becoming a different person not necessarily a worse person but but someone else and most likely you were doing those things because they were very very important to you which brings me on to another point I think is very, very important, and that's practicing self-awareness. I think it's very important to figure out what makes you happy. Don't let it be the other person's job to figure out what makes you happy. Figure out what, what makes you happy and communicate this to the partner. And I'm sure that will improve your relationship as well. Okay, for example, what makes me happy is when I have time with my friends away from my, my relationship with my partner. I want to have that 
space where I am not seen as a couple. I want to see, I want to be seen as individual. And for my friends, I am that individual. Absolutely important. I, I couldn't agree more. I think that's incredibly important to keep you as an individual. And I think related to this point as well is when you are seeing the other person in the relationships, friends, be respectful of their friends, even try and like them. Because I, I think that's also important uh, for the relationship that you get on well with their friends. With your partner's friends? Yes. I've never thought about it. I thought it's important to make an effort to come to those family reunions. And even if you don't like your partner's family, uh, you still make an effort and try to be supportive and, and kind to the family. Just just be kind. Uh, you don't have to like them, but it's nice to have the respect and meet once or twice a year. But I never thought about friends. What? Why? It's important because your partner's friends, it's very often their confidants as well. They are the person that uh, your partner will go to, to talk about things, maybe related to your relationship. Then you're going to get better advice better from for those you. friends. Better for you. And better for the re relationship as a consequence. Because friends will be supportive of the relationship with the person that they like as well, yeah. right? They, they are vested in it because they like both of you. If your partner's friends don't care about you and don't even like you, it's like, why should I spend time on this? I mean, I don't even like the guy. Dump him, divorce him, move on. Wow, it actually makes me think about how environment is important. So that's a social environment, right, for relationship. How to make the relationship last a lifetime, like happy, good relationship to, to make it last. Make sure environment is supportive of that relationship. Yeah. We touched upon this in a previous episode, if you remember. It's ridiculous because I've never seen... Well, I did some research and I'm like, okay, so let's see what do the books say, what do the people say, right? But I, I, didn't, I didn't see that as environment to be supportive of the relationship. To a lot of people, their friends is the most important thing. It's even more important than their family. Because let's face it, a lot of people out there don't have a great relationship with their family. So what they consider their families, their friends. I mean, it's very true in my case, when I broke up with my boyfriend, can I really say that? Uh, can I bring this example? Or it's up to you. I mean, so far I've been very incognito. People have no idea who I am, guest yeah. of your podcast. Yeah. So you have to make a decision whether you want me to, to remain the, the mystery man and no. people will spend no. Years and years trying to figure out who is this guy. No, we are in relationship. Yep. And I'd like to have a podcast with you. Okay. Maybe this is the way how to make relationship last forever. <laughs> make a podcast. And then you can't leave the guy. That's right. It's it's too public. To exactly. Yeah. So take your example. For example, when we broke up, I found it the most powerful to speak to one of my closest friends and she's married so her setup was already supportive of long-lasting relationship and she was very understanding for you for years as we've been together she was informed enough to to show this understanding to be supportive of you and of us being together or going back together 
but most importantly I think she was asking very good questions almost like she cared about me being happy and me doing what's the right thing for me because she cares about me she loves me she's one of my closest friends he's she's like family that you choose right sister yes yes it's like sister that you you bring into your life so after talking to her and I, I was also disclosing that I have very strong will to reconnect to to forgive so I do agree that having an environment that supports your journey to clarity if you want to be with this person I believe it really helps to overcome the dips that definitely every relationship will have there will be crises in in relationships and I think that recovery is something that it's making this last because those crisis situations I believe when we overcome them together they become our strength of course they can break us and we might never get back together so there's always risk that something is so big that you will never find your way back but if you do and you choose to stay then this becomes the strength because it is now the experience that you both went through reinforcing it's reinforcing it's almost like showing you see we didn't break so we can make we can do it if we can go through this then nothing can stop us and it's also related to another thing i think is important the capability of forgiving forgiveness i'm not saying you should forgive everything god no but like cheating oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. open That's relationship from now about. on yeah oh, okay. <laughs> but little things well maybe it doesn't have to be little things but at least not being so so pig-headed and set pig-headed pig-headed yes pig-headed pig p-i-g thank you headed that you can't forgive <laughs> the other person's actions or a lack of actions i think that's an, an important trait for a relationship as well it's it shows uh, being adaptable let's face it you're two different person coming in to a relationship and forming a, a unity it's guaranteed that there will be things that will challenge the compatibility it's important to be able to be adaptable so that the relationship can work. Some things you have to let go of. Yeah, some things you have to tweak for your relationship to function. Maybe that's why it's somehow easier for young people in their 20s to become married couples versus 30-something or 40-something where people might be more set in their ways and they are less likely, less willing to adapt, to yeah. let go of certain habits and rituals yeah. and, and uh, might not yeah. be well, space for another person in yeah. your life. In general, I think that's probably right. But luckily, you have people out there who are very, very adaptable. Uh, Regardless of the age. Exactly. I don't think there is a set answer for that, but it definitely helps if you are an adaptable person. But you moved from forgiveness and ability to forgive and to being adaptable. But I feel like there's a missing aspect. You cannot have forgiveness, at least from, from my perspective. We cannot just talk about being able to forgive and forgive. I'd like to know examples. What are the things that we should forgive? And also, I'd like to mention the ability to apologize. Mm -hmm. Because I think this is what makes rela relationship last, is 
that we call it in intellectual humility that if you make the yeah. mistake you made uh, you made another person feel bad even though you didn't intend to make them feel bad but you did it you did something you said something if they feel offended bad in some way hurt then apologize Absolutely. even though you don't agree oh my god i don't agree that you should be offended by what i said sorry but if what you said offended your partner why would you not apologize to show that even though i don't i don't understand how you i just said you're fat what's wrong with that i'm just being honest honesty is one of the key things to make relationship last trust communication honesty respect you fat baby i don't know what happened right but this is extreme example sometimes the person doesn't get what they said was hurtful they still should apologize I agree. I'm, I'm not saying that this should be abused on the other hand oh apologize for everything whatever oh yeah oh I, i'm offended again and again oh, yeah. oh you did that not to abuse those things yeah. but i think it's very important to apologize and then sincerely forgive i agree it's a very important trait in a relationship because there will be again and again situations where you have done something or haven't done something or said something that will be hurtful to the other person and it's important to to be able to to apologize say you're sorry not only that you should i mean try and take it on board that okay i should be doing this again learn from your mistakes what works and what doesn't work in a relationship in your relationship yes because in, in some relationships, it might be funny to call the other person fat. Most likely not, but... No, I know, get that. Yeah, I get that. Ma yeah. I'm making a point. I get it that it has to be something that uh, triggers your relationship and it's right for your relationship or yeah, not. It's individual. Well, a closely related one is it's saying you're sorry, but also admitting that you're wrong. Yeah, that's intellectual humility. Yeah, by saying you are wrong and if you're being sincere, you're taking it a little bit further. It's more advanced by saying, I'm sorry, but you're not actually admitting that you're wrong. Let's say it's uh, you're criticizing your partner's relationship with one of their friends. You don't see the value. And, and say, oh, it's a waste of time that you befriended this and this person. Yeah. It's a waste of time that they are your friends. Yeah. Yes, you could offend your partner and they feel hurt. Like, what? This is what you're telling about my friend? So you said, okay, sorry, I said that. It's one thing saying sorry, but you might still think that it's a waste of time. Exactly. But if you interact with that friend or you see your partner interacting with that friend, that opens your eyes. You're actually in a situation where you can say, what? I was wrong about your friend. And admitting to that is showing growth. Well, then intellectual humility is something that makes the relationship last because you need to have openness for the evidence, the, the evidence that you, you are wrong. So first, it really takes your openness for you to be wrong, allowing yourself to be wrong and for this evidence to come into you. Allow yourself to be vulnerable in your relationship because admitting that you're wrong is putting you in a vulnerable state. But if you truly love your partner, being vulnerable together or towards your partner shouldn't be too hard for you. But why do you think that uh, saying, 
oh, I was wrong or I, I admit I made a mistake. Why is that putting me in vulnerable position? It hurts your ego, doesn't it? That I was wrong? Yeah. Admitting that a person is wrong is, is tough on a lot of people's ego. When then I will say keep healthy ego because if you keep your ego in a good state then admitting that you were wrong about something should not be should not be hurtful to you or making you feel defeated or worse or not knowledgeable enough. I agree. But a lot of people put a lot of emphasis on always being right. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe this is a problem. How is the, how can you keep relationship last and make this relationship happy and contribute to happy relationship if one of you or either of you both of you have a need to be right to be always right that this this is this is a recipe for disaster it's not gonna work but we have this is so common i don't know isn't that too common like seriously like this is mr right and this is mrs always right (laughs) yeah could be I don't know. And it doesn't have to be with woman. It doesn't matter. The, the gender does not matter. I think we like to be right. Of course As we do. As humans, like, yeah, yeah. oh, I was right, I won. Of course we do. But I like to think that a lot of us are humble enough and smart enough to, to realize that admitting that you're wrong is, is good for the relationship and also for you as a person. No one is infallible. The sooner you accept that and well, try and improve as a person, make sure you get it right next time, then yeah, you're going to be a better person for yourself, your partner and the rest of the world. How is this making me a better partner? How is making this me a better person? Well, by admitting that, oh, I was wrong when re- I was wrong. You realize that, okay, maybe I don't have all the answers. Maybe we need to figure some things out together goes back to the communication thing again. The things that you can work out together, I think is probably the best solution rather than one enforcing a solution on, on the other in, in the relationship. So it's uh, helping to collaborate as well, right? Oh yeah, and that's another important one, I think, for to the relationship. Teamwork. Absolutely, be a, be a great partner to your, like your partner. <laughs> team player to... Absolutely. Yeah, it yeah, has yeah. to be, I, I believe so, being the, the very supportive team player to your team player in life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good relationship that lasts, it's a team sport between two people. Yeah, you support each other in whatever endeavors they're pursuing. So if it's a career change, that it's very, very important to the other person. Let's say that they got a fantastic job opportunity elsewhere, which would require the other person to maybe give up their job. Uh, and get a, a different new country. Job. Exactly. So yeah, talk about it. I'm not saying that you should do it, but if it's really, really important to the other person and it makes sense on a greater level, financially speaking, for the family, if you have children. Oh, you're planning? Yeah. To have a family. Then communicate, talk about it, and, and be supportive. And also, what I notice is very helpful to make relationship last is when the things that are important to your partner are important to you too. And if they're not, well, then make them important. Because if something is important to your husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, right? If you want to make the relationship last, what matters to your partner should matter to you too. It certainly makes things a lot easier. 
When is that a wrong piece of advice? When you can't distinguish between being a good support to your partner, a, a team player, and you going along with anything for the sake of the relationship, but it means that you're losing yourself as a person, that all your needs, what you think are important, are being set aside. There needs to be a sense of equilibrium, a balance in giving and taking. Yeah, so in the process of you, uh, so in the process of you taking on board what's important for your partner and respecting that and supporting that, you lose yourself and what's important to you, then this is not sustainable. That's right. So again, we go back to communication, that you have to talk about those things and say, hey, this is important to me for these reasons. How do you feel about it? What does it mean to you? Is it also important? Can this be important to you? Because I want to be with someone who's supporting of that. Yeah. So because of the changes and that dynamic process of one leaning towards another, adapting over time, I think it's important to keep asking the question, how to make my relationship last and how to make sure that we both want this relationship still and we are attracted and we love each other and we want to continue yeah. and asking this question more often not just once in 10 years or before yeah. marriage or when yeah. you have a crisis exactly and i think the way to do that is and related to what we talked about with teamwork is taking on new challenges trying new things whatever it is if keeping it's new, it fresh yeah but it's growing as a person maybe professionally as well but yeah go for it or Taking on a new hobby. Yeah, try it. Let's try it. Let's try it together. It's being supportive and, and, and encourage each other to try new things. Because who knows? If you try new things as a couple, then it might strengthen the relationship because you both love it. If uh, one side of the, the relationship, one, one person takes on something new that really adds to her happiness, or his or her happiness, then yeah, it's going to be uh, beneficial for the relationship as well. If you incre- increase the happiness on one side of the relationship, then most likely it's strengthening the relationship as a whole. You say that because you play golf and makes you happy. So if I want you to be happy, I will be like, yeah, go and play golf. It's going to improve our relationship because you're going to be happy. But it also means that I might have like five, six hours less of the time with you on Saturday or Sunday. And if we have two days together and the rest of the week it's super busy and children and work and everything, then I am depriving myself of this happiness because I'm like, yeah, he's making himself happy. But in the process, I'm making myself very miserable as I'm waiting for him to come back from golf. Yeah. But then we go back to what we talked about striking a balance, right? Yes. Um, go and play nine, yeah. not 18 holes. <laughs> there you go. Or join him for that golf round. Okay. Like you already do. Pick up sometimes. golf. Yeah. yeah. How would you like to end this episode? I mean, we covered a lot of things. So it might make sense to listen to podcasts or read the books, talk to marriages that are happy over 20, 30, 40 years, mm. right? But apply that to your relationship. So if that trust is important across the board, right? 
people say trust, communication, honesty, respect are important, mm. then try to answer these questions by looking into your relationship, sitting with your partner and saying, okay, so what is honesty for us? Or do I feel something is missing from our relationship? What is it I feel is missing? And can we together incorporate that or maybe rediscover it? Take a, a weekend getaway together. Things that you haven't done for a long time that you used to do in the beginning of a relationship that really works. Maintenance. Absolutely. So like, do you think it's a daily thing? In a sense, it's a daily thing with the little things. But the review of what's missing in my relationship should not be a matter of everyday question when I wake up before my coffee. If you're really feeling something is wrong and off, I mean, that might be the reason why you're listening to this podcast to begin with. Something is off in my relationship. You're trying to understand what has changed. Have I changed? Have we changed? Should we change something? Can we change something in order to to rekindle our relationship? What is now that thing that, that brings attraction between us? Yep. What is now the sexual expression when we are 60 or 70 mm. what what it's now the level of intimacy that we are both satisfied with yeah you need those moments when you design schedule time for your partner and yourself to sit down with the coffee or any drink that you like and just talk through the things just to make sure that you are in a good place it might be once in in six months or once a year reflection over how we were a year ago and where we heading it might be coinciding with the new year for example how was our relationship or anniversary and you reflect on your last year and you set the maybe course correction or different direction or you maintain the course but i think that reflection should be as part of maintenance on a regular basis no matter if you need it or you think you don't need it, I think it's healthy to do that and bring good memories and bring those things that you are appreciating and you like and you want to rekindle or you want to sustain. Yeah, and be realistic at the same time. Maybe you're in the busiest period of your life, you have lots of kids, you have lots of things going on at work. So be realistic with what is capable for your relationship at this time of your relationship. Yeah, and don't expect that from the moment you have your second child and Um, one is uh, two years old the other one is three and a half that you're gonna have plenty of time for dating and rekindling your romance like life changes in that moment maybe expectations should be adapted so part of being adaptable is to manage your expectations that you might not have sex for three weeks because you're so exhausted it doesn't mean that relationship goes out of the window you have to see things in context context seeing things in context Thank you. I think we have a very good addition to what's already available online. Deep stuff. Deep stuff. Life-inspired deep stuff indeed. (laughs)